Hello, this is Pamela Montgomery, attorney, author, entrepreneur, and speaker. I'm the co-owner of My Biz Dream Team. Hello, this is Dexter Montgomery, author, success coach, and business strategist. And I'm also the co-owner of My Biz Dream Team. Welcome, and I'm so glad that you joined us today for this episode of My Biz Dream Team Opportunity Wednesday training series. This program is dedicated to helping you, the new entrepreneur, or the person who is dreaming of becoming an entrepreneur, to achieve uncommon results. Our mission is to educate, empower, and inspire you to achieve extraordinary results in your business and in your life. Yes, we're here to talk to those of you who are thinking about leaving your 9-to-5 job and starting a business. You're finally fed up and ready to leave. You want to be your own boss. I understand it. I was just talking to someone this weekend who's given all of his best ideas to his boss and has watched his boss make millions of dollars while he's still a salaried employee. Isn't it time that you take your ideas and make them your own? And that's what we're here to help you with, to show you how you can make that change, to show you how you can take what you know, take all of that experience and knowledge that you have, and turn it into a business where you can make some money, where you take what you know to solve other people's problems so that they pay you what you're really worth. Amen. Yes. Now, some of you already know that you want to make money online. You want to sell information products, teach classes, write books, maybe do some workshops offline. Some people call that lifestyle entrepreneurship. That's what I have, and I'll tell you this, I love it. And that's what we're here to help you with. We want to put you in a position so that you can say goodbye to your job. Now, all of you who want to be free of the golden handcuffs of that job, I know you're making a good salary, most of you. Go ahead, raise your hand. Yes. Okay. Wow. I see a few people out there. Mm -hmm. Great. So that's it should be more people. I know, I know. <laughs> Maybe they'll be a little cautious. So perhaps uh, you can start making this change on a part-time basis while you're still working. And that's a concern for a lot of people. They want to know, can I start a business on a part-time basis when yes. I still work? Yes. And the answer is yes. That's right. And that's what Pam and I did. We started, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, basically, thinking about uh, retirement and how we can retire early. Right. And we started thinking about business. Right. So we're dedicated to helping you reach those goals and making that dream lifestyle come true. That's right. You know, I practiced law for more than 30 years. I'm still a licensed attorney. And I, uh, I'm accustomed to representing people in court to advocate on their behalf. You know, I'd go in front of the judge and speak for them and, and go into the hearing. But, you know, I've done that. But now what I'm excited about is advocating for you, advocating for your economic success, for your personal fulfillment in the kind of life that you want to have. 
I want to uh, give you a chance to get your voice out there by encouraging you and empowering you to take the kind of steps that I know that you're capable of. You know, I've discovered over the years um, as I traveled around the country uh, talking to many people about uh, unfair situations that they found uh, in their lives. And most of it dealt with their work because we are so caught up in what we do. You know, it becomes our identity, who we are, and we give it all uh, to our work. I know I did. But a lot of times the issues uh, people told me about were about circumstances where they had bad managers or there was lack of flexibility in their schedule. You know, and I'm here to tell you today that you don't have to stay there. You don't have to put up with all of that. You have options. So tonight we're going to talk about how you can position yourself to exercise that those options. And that's what all of our programs about. Getting you ready to uh, make that move. Whether you're preparing for retirement and you want to start a business before you retire. In fact, that was the subject of a blog post that I put out uh, this morning. You can find it on our website at mybizdreamteam.com. And the post is, what happens when you build a successful business before a successful online business before you retire? So that's what you'll find on our website uh, today. Uh, so we're going to talk about uh, getting yourself ready to um, have a successful business. And a big part of that is having an entrepreneurial mindset. You know, getting your mind wrapped around what it means to own your own business and not working for someone else because it's different. And sometimes it's the mindset that keeps people from moving forward, for doing what uh, they need to do in order to make a success at business. And we've been talking to you a lot uh, since the beginning of the year about um, putting up practical business plan in place and what you need to do and, you know, writing a book, you know, promoting yourself, you know, how that's so important to brand yourself and to become an authority. But today we're going to get a little more personal with you. We're going to talk about mindset. And that's something that a lot of us aren't comfortable talking about, especially when we're talking about money mindset, because it's so important that you have the right mindset about money. And all of us, for better or worse, have some baggage when it comes to money. You know, it's the money story that we tell ourselves that sometimes sabotages us financially. You know, we all have you know, situations where um, that we might need to have a reset in our money story because um, we need to change some self-defeating habits and claim our financial power. And that's what, that's what we want to talk to you about. Get the right mindset so that you can claim your financial power. So it usually begins with a story. We all have a story about money. So, you know, sometimes people have the doom and gloom story. 
you know, with this hard luck kind of uh, person, uh, they say things like, oh, you know, I never win anything. Or they say, you know, I think there's a curse on this family when it comes to money. Or, you know, it comes in and it goes out. I can't ever seem to hold on to money. Does this sound like you? There's this whole sort of, you know, you don't have any control over the money. It's like it's, it's magical that it comes in, it goes out, that you just sort of, uh, uh, it's just a hard luck story when it comes to money. For example, I mean, uh, I kind of hear people talk about these kinds of things when you hear uh, people saying that, you know, I never have enough money. Right. Or... Uh, I can't do the things that, you know, I want to do because there's not enough money. So are those the kind of stories that you're talking about? Mm -hmm. this, yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, we hear a lot of that today in this society. People working harder. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's not enough left over basically to live. Because right. what they're doing basically is working to survive. Mm -hmm. And you want to do more than that. You want to work to live. You want to be able to um do some of the things that you would like to do for you and your family. That's right. So that's very important. That's right. You don't want to just have enough to cover your bills, even though you want to have enough to do that, but you want to have more than that. Yes. But sometimes uh, we have these money stories, this doom and gloom story, that keeps you from even covering your base. So these are the stories that we're telling our telling ourselves. That's right. We tell these stories and, ourselves. And your words have power. That's right. Words have power. And then the other story that some people have or some variation is the evil money story. You know, they, they, they you know, it says uh, money is the root of all evil, even though they're quoting the scripture wrong. It says the love of money. That's when you do anything for money. But it's not money itself. Money is a tool, but we'll talk some more about that later. Right. Or you should be grateful if you just have enough to eat. And we are. I am. I That's know I right. am. But we want more than just enough to eat. Right. Right? But they have this in their mind. It's like if you have anything more than that, that somehow it's evil. And sometimes you see people with this mindset uh, don't look favorably among, upon people who make money or who are business people who are in it for money. Or they say money is meant to be given away. You know, I've met a woman who all she does is she can barely cover her expenses. She's always volunteering, volunteering, volunteering. She's given so much of herself that she doesn't, she's not even taking care of herself emotionally or financially. And there could be some kind of evil money story going on uh, in her head. So we all have some kind of uh, money story Unless you've gotten to the point where you found out what your money story is and you've worked on it to change it. Right, right. And I'd just like to kind of reiterate what you were saying in the beginning, that we believe that money is a tool. That's right. And to be used that way. It's a tool to get things accomplished. It's a tool to use to live. So um, that's a very important point. And it hits on the two uh, stories that you talked about earlier, which is doom story and the evil money story. That's right. So if you understand that money is a tool, then that opens a lot of doors for you. That's right. So but what we're going to talk about today is how you have to begin to change your money story. 
because even though you may have thought that money story was, you know, at home and your family and you were growing up, a lot of times you bring those stories into your adult life and not realizing it. And all of a sudden you catch yourself and you say, you know something, I sound just like my mother. Oh, you know, or, or I sound just like my father. Because that money story keeps playing. Now, to begin the change, you have to um, stop repeating those negative stories or those negative mantras that you have because they just make a deep groove in your mind that makes that part of your mind less able to change it. That's what telling yourself these repeated stories over and over and over again. So you need to be on alert to those thoughts and those statements that you make to yourself and sometimes that you make to others about money and learn to recognize the beliefs or self-talk that you cling to. But above all, you've got to get rid of the guilt. Some people feel guilty about making money. They say, oh, why should I have money? You know, because my cousin still doesn't have any money, so I feel bad about that. And you have to recognize that changing your money story is indeed a process as well as a decision that you have to make that now I'm going to change it. And you know what the negative money stories are all about? What are they all about? They're all about fear. Yes. They're all about fear. Fear of being successful, fear of being um, uh, being able to do things that other people may not be able to do. That's right. Fear of uh, being seen by others as, you know, thinking that you're better than those folk. That's right. You know, we run into that all the time. Right, and, right. Uh, so what that means to me is that, and my coach and mentor and our coach and mentors always say that you need to surround yourself with a better circle. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. it's going to be hard. You'll be frustrated trying to um, you know, satisfy and appease other people who may be a little jealous of your success. Right. So uh, there are seven symptoms that show that you're – prosperity block. We're just going to talk about a few of them. Money guilt. If you ever generate more than a subsistence level of money, you can barely keep it in your bank account. It's gone before you realize it. You might give it away to friends or relatives, or you pay bills so zealously you suddenly realize you don't even have enough to pay for some other necessary expenses, such as food. That shows sort of money guilt. And then the second symptom is a lack of confidence. You feel you don't deserve to be rich. In severe cases, you don't even feel you deserve to be self-sufficient. You don't take risks or chances because you are sure that you will fail. You don't want to raise your prices for your business because you already feel like a fraud. You constantly give away power to others. You let your spouse, you let your clients, you let your boss, Sometimes you even let your kids control you. Another symptom is procrastination. You don't complete money-making tasks like creating new landing pages to create your new client packages because you secretly don't believe that will make a difference. You're sure you won't get more than one or two takers, so you keep putting off 
do the things that will make you money. Am I hitting a little too close to home there? Are you starting to feel a little antsy that perhaps you aren't where you want to be in your business or you haven't started your business because you have some of these feelings? Symptom number four is being financially tongue-tied. And that, what does that mean? It means exactly what it sounds like. Being unable to talk about the prices or to invite people to invest in your coaching or your products. Uh, you just, you're unable to um, raise your prices with your clients because you're embarrassed. You think, you, you know, you're like, I can't even say it. And you're still charging what you were charging four years ago or when you first started. And you have so much more experience now. And you avoid all conversations with money with your spouse, with your parents, with your clients. And the fifth symptom is where you just stick to doing one-to-one -one kinds of cons consulting or coaching. And you're just trading dollars for hours, your hours for dollars. And you can never have enough clients to give you the kind of income that we'd like to see you to have. So you're just on the telephone all day long or you're on the computer all day long just talking to people one-to-one -one, uh, because you're just unsure of adding team members who could perhaps do some of that for you because you want to have complete control over this process. Okay, I know that sounds like some people that I know. And then the sixth symptom is uh, putting up with negative situations. You know, sometimes we just stay in relationships that drain you or in toxic friendships. Are you still holding on to that friend who just can't understand why you want to be in business and saying, why would you listen to all these people and their problems when you could be going out with her to, to have lunch? when you have some work. They just do not understand why you want to do this because you can just go get a job and then you can have two weeks off in the summer and three weeks off for Christmas and you have to put up with all of this. And all she does is beat you down and it's just come darn right toxic. You know, sometimes you just have to let people go. Yes. And then the seventh symptom that I'm going to talk about, it's similar to number six, but it's a huge problem because you're willing to work for peanuts. I was looking at a client's, uh, I asked her to tell me about what she charges for her service, and I remind you, this is a brilliant woman. She's a great uh, editor. She does wonderful work, but I was embarrassed for her when I saw how much she was charging. It's like, why are you charging so little? When you charge too little, people think you aren't worth anything. So I said, you know, before I can really recommend you to any of my friends and clients, you're going to have to raise your prices because you have to look like you're a first-class person. So it means you have to charge first-class rates. So are you working for peanuts? I know I'm stepping on some toes here. Um, but you've got to get the right money mindset. I know it hurts a little now, but it'll feel better later when you start making these changes in your life. 
Now, all of these signs are symptoms that your, uh, all of these symptoms, I should say, are signs that your money story is not a healthy one. But you can't blame yourself. That's just kicking yourself even more when you're already down. Instead, pay attention to what you need to change. So, my question for today is, whatever of these seven signs resonate the most from you gives you a clue to what your money problem is. So, what's your story and start working on it. And that's all we're going to talk about for money today. Next week, we're going to come back and talk about how we can start making some changes to those money stories, okay? So this is Pamela Montgomery of My Biz Dream Team, and we're just so glad you joined us this afternoon for this episode of My Biz Dream Team Opportunity Wednesday. Remember, as you're building your business, to begin with the end in mind. What are you creating? I say you're creating a business of significance, and you'll need a team to help make your dream come true. Don't try to do it all yourself. That's not a business. That's just another job. Let us be a part of your team. I'd love to hear from you about how we can work together to help your dreams of a thriving online lifestyle business come true. Work with us to transform from being an employee to a successful online entrepreneur. Are you going to let this ch chance pass you by? Will this be another year where you do not start doing something different, or will you end up in the same place next year? Dexter? This is Dexter Montgomery of My Biz Dream Team, and you can find us online at My Biz Dream Team. Dot com, where we share powerful strategies about achieving uncommon results. Remember to subscribe to this podcast series on iTunes so that you can automatically receive each episode. Leave us a review if you love what we do. Here's to you, achieving uncommon results. See, See you, you next time on My Business Dream Team, Opportunity Wednesday, Wednesday. Training, training series. series. Bye. Bye-bye.